the hardest part is like, so I am Asian. So like my parents were very like strict in school. Like they were talking about college when I was like in middle school. It's like, oh, you want to be a doctor or this or that? It's like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to be. And it's like when the time came, I was like junior, and I was like, fuck. Like I hate school. I used to like call myself in. Like I went, I went to school like maybe twice a week. <laughs> like I my secretary lady was so nice. Like, I'll call. She's like, is this Andy? She's like, you'll be good. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? You are tuned in to episode 20 of Positive Input. I'm Jeff VK here with Nick Urso, as always. What's good? Today, we're sitting down with our boy, Jacodin. And we met Jacodin at a pop-up shop about a year ago, actually, in Milwaukee. Um, and Jacodin is a visual arts expert here in the city. Um, spends a lot of his time doing photo and video for various individuals. And so we're kind of going to let him talk about how he got into photography and then kind of see where else it takes us. Jacodin, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. But yeah, I got into this because um, my dad always had um, cameras when I was young, and like my mom and I lived in China when he was here, so he would always take like pictures, videos, send it back, and take videos of me when I was back there. And I just remember rewatching all those clips, and it was just like really cool to like see memories. Right. And as I was growing up, I got like toy cameras, like the ones you put film in, they're done. But I never really got the chance to like pursue that since I had to work for my parents since I was like really young. So I had to like work throughout high school, middle school, like just in general. And I had to come to college. So I never like really got the chance to work on photos or video until I got to college and I decided like the degree I was going for, which was mechanical engineering, wasn't really for me. It was to make my parents happy. And once I like decided I was like I could do this. I got my first model like when I was a sophomore to shoot with. Actually, no, I lied. Junior. It was. I was really nervous, like, cause I I was like getting ready for the shoot. My hands were sweating. I'm like, I don't know how to have it pose. But yeah, it was um. Her name was like, I think. Like everyone has nicknames nowadays, so like, <laughs> I think I called her Copster. But yeah, it was a end up being a first good shoot. Helped me like set the tone like for the rest of like what I did. But you never like went to school for photography, obviously. No, I never went to film school or photography school. I I didn't think you like you need it. It's more about it's just like playing a sport. You just got like no one could teach you but a coach. But like that's because they played the game before and know like you know know the ins and outs. Yeah, know the exactly right yeah so that makes sense so then basically you ended up just saying fuck mechanical engineering yeah and you just do this full time now I did this it's yeah it's fun it's hard though like working by yourself like scheduling you always have people that like have dates cancel and that like messes up your whole schedule because you have other people that want those dates but you, they can't have it because other people one. can't right. show up yeah it's like trying to keep people in the pipeline and like keep yourself busy because mm-hmm. it's really like project based yeah it's just a lot of time consumption too that people don't understand because a video doesn't get done in a day and like some artists think like a music video could be get like it could be finished within like two days and they could see previews and the whole video is like no man that's not how it works that's not how it works bro it takes me like half a day to cut it up 
and edit it before I even like start matching it all together and like putting effects in it. For sure. And like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy too. We were, that's how Milwaukee in general is though. People like just don't value creative. Yeah. You know, people just like really don't value. I mean, they do and they don't. Like there's some people that like majorly value creative and there's some people that just see the end music video yeah, and it's and two minutes long and they're like, and then it takes them two minutes to watch it and they're like, oh, that could have taken very long. Yeah. They don't actually see like the whole process that went into it. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough to understand if you've never really like gone through and tried to create yourself. Yeah. Because you just don't know the steps in the process. Like yeah, like you said, it's a you put out a two minute video and it looks fire, but they didn't realize the hours that it took to just even organize all the video clips mm-hmm. and like start adding in all the effects and exporting and like there's just so much to it that goes unseen. Yeah. Do you find that like being like have you found it hard to like justify your prices at, at least to start? Um, no, um, what I did was, like, it sounds, like, kind of bad, but every videographer I met, like, I always asked them, like, how they do, and, like, like not in, like, a bad way, but, like, I'm just trying to figure out how, how, what they did to get what they were. For sure. And I would, like, implement, like, where I'm at at my stage and what I could do better going forward to, like, excel faster than they did, which is, like, everyone's motive. For sure. But, like everyone that has talked to me has greatly like helped me improve like what I do because mm-hmm. they give me their like their hints and they're willing to yeah and I have met some people that like don't tell me anything for sure and you could tell like they're like the kind of people don't want to share like their advice and like don't want to support other like so it's, it's a scarcity mindset yeah mm-hmm. they they feel like you're coming yeah. up on, yeah. on their space but it's like there's plenty like, of work out there it's like yeah. if you tell me something i'll tell you something it's like it goes both ways it's for not sure. like only take this and run it's like we're both creatives let's both do this let's forward each other for sure that's right. how like people come up in like everywhere like they have a whole team that like if you're a music musician they replay your stuff if you're a videographer, they replay your videos. Right. Yeah, no, it's all about, like, sharing, man, for sure. It's, like, even, like, looking back to, I mean, you went to school, too. It's, like, the kids that, like, the people you worked with were the answers, man. It's not, like, just, like, one person is mm-hmm. just going to be the guy. And, like, Nick said, it's kind of, like, a scarcity mindset, too. It's, like, they think there's a limited amount of success out there when there's yeah. plenty. It just depends, like, how hard you're willing to go. Like, I, I literally dropped everything my parents wanted me to do, and, like, I started chasing this. And at first, they weren't, like, supportive. And that was like hard for me. For sure. But once like um, my dad said he watched a couple of my videos and like he started he subscribed to my channel, that literally like changed my whole like view of like how they looked at me. For sure. And I changed like a lot of my like work ethic because it's just it's it's one thing it's like having your parents support you to do something that they never thought you'd be doing. For sure. And yeah. 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 No, that's I mean, I mean that's a, I mean dude that's a that's a hard thing to do like. It's hard to go out and, like, switch paths up, especially when, like, even people who are close to you necessarily aren't, like, 100% supportive, but Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, that's awesome, because it is one of those things where it's, like, you need to do what you need to, like, you need to do what you want to do, because, like, you're living your life for you, you know? The hardest part is, like, I am Asian, so, like, my parents were very, like, strict in school, like, they were talking about college when I was, like, in middle school, it was like, oh, you want to be a doctor, or this, or that, it's, like... I don't know. I don't know what I want to be. And it's like, when the time came, I was a junior, and I was like, fuck. 
Like, I hate school. I used to, like, call myself in. Like, I I went to school, like, maybe twice a week. <laughs> like, I, my secretary lady was so nice. I'll call. She'd be like, is this Andy? She'd be like, you'll be good. I'm like, thanks. Because, <laughs> like, I, somehow I was able to call myself in since I was 16. No way. Because I went to the office. Like, my parents can't speak English. So I got to do all this stuff myself. And somehow I got the okay to, like, become my parents and call myself to anything. So I missed so much school because of that. And, like, I never really liked school. I always want to be out doing stuff, like, what I'm doing right now. And it was hard to do that back then because I had so much stuff holding me back. Like, my parents wanted me to go to school. I had to work for them. But, yeah. And just, like, yeah, where they wanted you to go to. Like, do you want to be a doctor? Uh-huh. Do you want to be an engineer? And you're like, I don't really want to do any of that. And then one day I was like, fuck it. Oh, I can't swear on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I'm like... I'm going to go for my cousin went for it. Mechanical engineering. That looks fun. I like working on cars. I like working on stuff. It's a little more hands-on. Yeah. yeah. And then so, you get into it and realize it's not hands-on. Yeah, I realized I had to <laughs> pass four calcs. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what I <laughs> like, myself into. Four fuck. Right. But yeah, that was, de- like, definitely if you like to do that, go for that. But that wasn't my mindset going into college. It was mainly, like I said earlier, for my parents. But then when they supported my video I completely like just dropped out and I think I only had like a year and a half left but that's not worth it because I'd done plenty of different stuff in that year and a half than going to class every day and yeah when I first met you you were still going to school yeah yeah and you, you didn't seem like you were enjoying it a lot mm-hmm. like, I was I was half-assing at that point too because yeah. I was I just started out that Josh was my first like big person that hit me up Cause I, I remember looking at it and I was like, this this weird kid has like 10k, like <laughs> why does he hit me? And then he like asked me to shoot for three days and like, in that three day span I met so many people like including you guys yeah. and like all the people they hit up, and I realized like, this isn't just like a job, it's like a passion like that people want to come out and make stuff and create, and like, what you create affects other people. Cause, for like example, like, oh this is tough. I was just at, like, Kosha TG's release party in Chicago, and this was just for my recent... I don't know what's going on either, if we're broken up or not, my personal life, but he played a song called Moving On at the release party, and it literally, like, touched me then and there, and I didn't even know any of his music before, and now I'm just, like, bumping his EP because it just, like, touched me. It just connects people, dude. Yeah, that's what Dude, that's super weird because actually one of our last podcasts we had with Chelsea, she was talking about synchronistic events. Mm-hmm. And like, though it's like that. It's like those events that that's like, great. it's like you're living your life and it just like smacks you in the face. Yeah. Like, wow, this like timing is like literally almost unreal. Right I'm out now. there like sad as fuck, walking around Chicago. Josh texts me, go to this studio. He, oh, he didn't even say so. He sent me an address. And I, I'm not from Chicago, so, like, I don't know where it was. Plug in the GPS. I, I pulled up, and, like, the door was locked. So I'm like, you sure I'm at the right place? It looks like an office building. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's there. Just wait for us to get there. And he said, like, 40 minutes, 40 minutes ago. So I'm still <laughs> sitting out there waiting cold. And then all of a sudden, like, this dude was in there. He tried to get in. He's like, I have my brother coming down. I'm like, oh, can I just get in with you? He's like, yeah, who are you? So and he told me it was a private event, so I was kind of, like, nervous. I'm always nervous going to an event. But, yeah, it was crazy. I got in, went up, and, like, the whole, like, vibe just hit me. Like, the elevator opened. I just smelled weed everywhere. Ended up being a studio. 
Um, I didn't know who was gonna who was gonna be there because I didn't get the memo of whose release party it was. And then like little by little, more people started filing in, and I saw Lose show up. Kosh, um, I don't remember his name. It's like seven. It's really weird to say. Some people have weird names, but and it was just a good squad up yeah, there. Yeah, they just got it popping, and I was just like stuff just happens and it's like crazy you're just like this is so much fucking better than mechanical engineering yeah like yeah it's so much better it's like but it just doesn't happen you just gotta you gotta work towards it you gotta give up like your own hours of like time you want to spend with people and stuff to work on your for sure work on your craft yeah and yeah, it's, uh, yeah I mean that's one of the biggest things I think working on your own is mm-hmm. like there is like sacrifices in your own like personal life that you have to like make because you're like dedicating yourself to something where you mm-hmm. know if you're not putting in the work the next guy kind of is yeah because everyone says they want to work from home it's like it's a lot harder than you think because you're at home and you like most of the time when you're at home you want to be lazy play xbox sit around watch tv smoke if you smoke sure. but like the hardest part for me to find was like getting up at a time and like setting hours for yourself basically to like work like right. stay motivated yeah stay like anyone, stay anyone that's not actually in it will think that working from home is the greatest thing ever but anyone that's actually in it will tell you working from home is a more work than going to work and mm-hmm. b tougher like you said because when you're at home it's not the environment you expect to be working in because mm-hmm. sometimes you're in your pjs and you're just like oh i just feel like laying down but you gotta get to it yeah it's just like it's a mental game too it's tough. It's like you wear. It's like it's twenty four seven. It's not nine to five. You mm-hmm. know. It's yeah. like you're at it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and if you're not at it, it's not going yeah. anywhere. If you're not at it, someone else is gonna get booked. Right. It's somebody else is. Yeah. Somebody else is at it. Is right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's what I think goes back to just like doing the things that like you're hundred percent in on. You know. Mm-hmm. Especially now with the internet. Yeah. Because yeah. with this, I could work on like a video for hours, but rather than working on a math problem for an hour and finding out I did one thing wrong and the rest of it's fucked. Right. That was like the worst. Like, yeah, and if you do one thing around the video, fuck it, I'll just go back and hit yeah, it and was, change, change it up. Edit it. If he doesn't like it, I'll take out the clip. Right. I like doing that anyway, so like, yeah. it's just like, the hard part is like, finding a way, because a lot of people said money doesn't matter, but like, you can't really live in this world without money. As much as I hate charging people, it's like, you have to, to keep this, even yeah. live yeah. yeah if you want me to show up you, I, I gotta yeah. get paid so it's man. not like me being like stingy or anything it's just how how things work like a lot of people think you could come out without being paid but like only for so long yeah only, yeah, yeah only for so long and number one it's like that's you're not even trying to be doing that in the first place too that just sets the stage that you're just providing free work too it's like mm-hmm. you value your time I value my time let's exchange that value yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is just exchange that value mm-hmm. you know you might be able to edit a video up in 30 minutes that's going to take me two hours. So it just makes sense to trade, you know, mm-hmm. trade like that. Cause, yeah, everyone's special. Like, I, my whole team, like, like I have a, I'm, I manage one artist, and he doesn't mess with any video stuff. So it would take him, like, forever. So he just focuses on music. I focus on the photo and videos of, like, when we go out. My Like, I do this stuff with my DJs, too, the home records. Shout out. Shout out. Um, they're amazing right now. They got plumbed tonight on Monday. If you guys want to come, that's what I was gonna ask earlier. Oh hell yeah! But that's like a recurrent theme in all these episodes. I feel like it's really, you know, the internet's changed the game, and it's mm-hmm. really you got to be an expert to actually come in, provide impact, and actually like steal up marketplace. Yeah, you can't just be like a little good at a lot of things. Yeah. You got to be like really good at your shit. 
it's just that you just gotta find your audience and like it's like you're niching down in yeah. a way yeah it's all about like finding that perfect like people that mess with your stuff and they'll keep coming back to repost it if it's like a new one and like they like it a lot like when people like repost my stuff I actually do feel like really grateful and appreciative like I always say like if they repost that DM them I appreciate you reposting it cause like in the yeah. end it helps me because I don't have their followers well right. the thing and is like, is like it's not like they owe you it's not like anybody owes you anything yeah. so when like people go out of their way and do stuff like that like mm-hmm. that's like that's meaningful it means, like you said, when you create, it affects people. That's, like, one of the biggest ways that people will show their affection towards your shit. Mm-hmm. Is that they, like, literally reshare it towards their followers. Like, yeah. I want all my people who I follow and follow me to see this shit. Yeah, just because, like, they like it and want to... Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's for it. all you guys out there, it's free. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. want to support your homies who are out there doing stuff, like, share their stuff. Yeah. Like, it's literally free. The yeah. like button's free. free. The share button's free. Yeah. And see, exactly, see, there's a lot of ghost people, you know, you see those people in person, and I'd be like, oh, I've been following you for weeks, I've been following all your content, and be like, really? Because I don't see any of that. Not that I care, but, like, if you love some shit, then show some love, for sure. Right. Especially for, like, all the creators, man, it's like, a lot of that stuff, like, especially, again, it comes back to the creative in general, like, it's easy to see a finished podcast, it's easy to see a finished video or a finished photo, mm-hmm. but, like, you don't, like, if you don't do it, like, you don't actually see, like, everything, all the hours that went yeah. into it. It's all the small things that went in like uh, I don't know how to explain it it's like it's hard to explain unless you actually go through it yeah Yeah. like it's crazy like that so like I guess like going into just like photography and like video in general like you know so you picked up your you picked up your camera you know started DMing people getting models Mm -hmm. on board to like just get yourself started yeah like my first camera was a I think Nikon something I don't know I didn't really like the Nikon that's why I don't remember the name black but I don't know fuck the Nikon sorry guys we use Nikon it's like Sony gang but um but yeah my actually I lied earlier my first model was my friend and he was like he just wanted photos one day and I'm like and this was back when I lived in Menasha and like this was I didn't like make it official yet like I was still going to school I did this on the side and like we did like a photo shoot with two hours and I came out with like eighteen hundred photos that time too. <laughs> and I was like, damn, these photos came out nice. And like he liked them, I liked them. And then I started doing more for friends. So it's always like I feel like when you start out, you you always need friends to help you. Mm-hmm. Because like without them having me practice on them. Quick wins, bro. Yeah. And that's what Nick and I call them. Where can we get our quick wins? hundred percent. You gotta exactly. capitalize. So yeah, always make sure you're always around a good friend group that's supportive. That's the most important part, I think. Hell yeah, no, I completely agree. So you found yourself away from the Nikon. Yeah. So I, we, we had Nikons, too. Nick sells Nikon. I Nikon. Nikon. Oh, I, I, Nikon. I mean, I don't really make as much content, though. Yeah. yeah. I, but I remember the first time I met you, you're like, when are you getting a Sony? And I, mean, I was like, that damn. You the A7 now. Actually, jo- yeah, Jacobin's the one that got me to get the, like, basically commit to it. Because I, I was on the fence of getting... Like I was on the fence of getting a new camera last mm-hmm. summer. And then we went out and shot one time. And then I, I'm like, let me use your camera for a while. And you're like, oh, dude, it's got that auto ISO on it. And I was like, damn, this is pretty. This is pretty smooth, mm-hmm. man. This shit like is just crispy, and it just shoots so. So nice. if you're on the fence. Go with like the, go with the Sony gang, it. yeah, mm-hmm. and they're fucking small too. Nice. It doesn't like wear down on your shoulder because like, especially like I do a lot of club shooting too. I have to hold my camera up because everyone's so messy with the drinks, and like it just it takes a toll on your shoulder. Like 
I feel like I'm working out, like oh, doing like a sure. press every time I go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, reaching up and shooting. Yeah, you find you find yourself liking photography or videography more nowadays. I love both, to be honest. Like, yeah. not one is like I like more than the others. It's like it's what I like to do. Is like I go out shoot photos. It's not one. Like even family photos, senior photos, they get to keep that memory of that day, and that makes like. Like me, if you, like I have a story actually. Like it's a, um, a dancer from New York I work with. Um, I didn't make a video with him, but I shot photos for him, and he actually started like tearing up after one specific shoot in like an outfit, and I didn't know why. And he told me like the picture I took, he liked this a lot because like he had an onk from his um. I think he said dad or grandpa, that's dead now, and they like they were in Egypt, so like he was here alone. So, like, he literally said, like, thank you so much. I love this picture so much, and I, like, I appreciate it. Like, you taking this, and, like, that just, like, impacted me then and there that, like, one picture did that much for one person. Yeah. The picture says a thousand words, man. It's a like classic saying. It's awesome. It's like, you're literally, you're capturing moments in time. Yeah, that's what And that's, like, it's, like, being able to actually somewhat solidify a memory, you know, which is super powerful. It is. So if you, you think that if um, if you could change anything, would you have not ever gone to school and you would have just totally done photography and videography right away, or is it something you kind of had to just work your way into? No, I think going to college helped me build like my friend group around here and like just helped me like become who I am now because like you have to do stuff that you never expected to find yourself later on in life because like out of high school you never know what you're gonna do cause like I know a ton of people right now that went into school thinking this that and now the whole like path has changed because like they weren't able to pass a class ended up not being what they like or like just a ton of things so like college isn't like this is just my opinion college isn't like for everyone I feel it's just for people that like maybe need to like have a better understanding of what they want to do that's why they have those two years like letter and science so just go take it stuff, yeah. and then you just realize oh like shit i spent thousand dollars on something i could learn on youtube right. and that's the thing like a lot of these things are on youtube nowadays like like most of my learning is from youtube Oh yeah! Oh yeah! For sure. They Me just too. they just college just tells you what to look into. Yep. Mm -hmm. But everything is almost self-taught on YouTube. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. So I think college is basically teaching you how to research, how to find answers, and how to like, you know, get to the get to the goal. Just kind of like problem solving. Yeah, yeah, that's what it basically is. So like, I felt like I already had that. I always talked to my parents like, I don't want to go to college. Like I dealt with their like. I was a manager growing up since like 12 years old of a restaurant. I did inventory, I interviewed people, and this, imagine like you come to a restaurant, you have, you have a kid interview, I'm sitting there <laughs> in sweatshirt and the pants, like not even dress pants, I'm like, oh, okay, here, here we go, and you're like 18, 20, it's, it's not right, but that's what I had to do growing up, but like, so that like prepared me for like so many things that a lot of kids won't prepare for. It's the way I grew up and, like, how much pressure my parents put on me to, like, help them out because they don't speak any English. Right. So I literally had to, I still do things for them to this day. Like, earlier, I just talked to you guys about, like, my, my dad's car. I had, like, oil leak. I had to set up appointments and, like, schedule a car for him to pick up. So, like... Yeah, so you're yeah. still helping out with them and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So that must have been pretty like rewarding once they were finally like, we we fuck with your videos, like we like fuck bought, with, we fuck bought with in. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was because I had to go to a psychiatrist for a little bit because my mind was so messed up because of that whole like tug of war between should I tell my parents I don't want to go to school or that I want to do video and like that shit was scary for me. Mm, like, for sure. Dude, it's 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 weird, dude. Like for me personally, like I know you guys can probably like resonate with it too. Like I don't, don't seek approval from anyone, but when you don't have your parents' approval on some shit, like even just if, anybody close it, to you, you know? yeah. For me personally, it's really only my parents. Honestly, there's nobody else really yeah. that they could say, Jeff, you're really. I don't give a fuck, honestly. But like, for, there's something about my parents though yeah, that like, because like they raised me. Like they like, I feel like they have more say in my mm-hmm. life than most people. You know, so like I get that for sure. Your parents, like yeah, it's, like I don't know. Like, way to put it. Like, I can't. I can't think of one other person that would be like, "You're fucking up, Jeff," and I would be like, "I would hear him out, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna actually like take it personal." But if my dad's like, "You're really fucking up," like that shit gonna hit it home. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't know how to describe that, but that's how mm-hmm. it is for me too, dude. And I think it is just because like they were totally it just mm-hmm. helped you. They helped you get where you are today. You know, for sure. Yeah, and I appreciate them for like everything they've done for me. Like, yeah. Even though like I didn't like it back then, like you know I, I wanted to play sports, I couldn't, but like. It's just, you have to give something up to do something else. And, like, it ended up being better for what I'm doing now because I learned, like, inside of business, how to schedule and, like, just being able to, like, be an adult at a young age, kind of. I'm trying to put it at. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, like, like you said before, it takes a long time for you to realize that that was, like, good skills you learned. You Like, you learned mm-hmm. after the fact. You're like, damn, my dad yeah. doing this, even though when I was 10 or 12, I hated the shit out of it. Now it actually, like, helped me be, like, who I mm-hmm. am today. Now it helps you, like, just become, like, improve those skills mm-hmm. for the business. And yep. Well, and that's how, like, everybody becomes specialized, man. Like, the dots always connect backwards. And, like, the experiences that you've had have gotten you where you are today. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said about, like, how, I don't know, how you don't, like, regret going to college. Because it's, like, you had to go and jump out into yeah. the unknown to actually, like, learn that. Mm-hmm that's not what it was about you know like you got to put yourself out there mm-hmm. doing those things yeah. that you've never done to even know but yeah i mean there's always a backup plan like i would go back if i have to but right now it's like i just if i stop now it's like i throw in everything i worked on in the last year and a half like away for yeah. sure yeah you got to be doing something i don't know that's what i think too is you just got to be doing something that's going to play out for you what you believe is your long term mm-hmm. but you spent I mean, you spend 30% of your life at work, so, or, or more, you know, most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're not working towards something that's going to benefit you later, I mean, I just don't really see the point in it, honestly. I don't really see getting by. I don't resonate with getting by, honestly, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're not enjoying what you're doing. Gotta feel like you have some sort of impact, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's why I saw my whole life, too, because, like, my parents hated what they did, you know, but they had to to support, like, their family, like, For sure. me. And, like, the people back home. Because, they, it's like, they came here with no language, like, a giant barrier. And, like, they had one kid that could, like, connect both sides. And they didn't have a choice but to use me. But So I, like, understand that. So in the end, it's like, I helped them out. And now, like, when I'm in trouble, they're helping me out. Yeah. But, like, I never got paid working for them. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Went to work, went home, went to school, maybe called in some days. And yeah. called myself in. <laughs> That's why I had to call myself in. Like, I had work every day. Like yeah. I can't go to school today. Yeah, yeah. so you having to call yourself in, man. No, like that's I mean, st- instilled some work ethic in you though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. 
I guess even off like topic from that, so you you know just having that work ethic, you know that's definitely probably played a part in just even your ability to get gigs and find gigs yeah. and like stay steady grinding to keep like your pipeline full in a way. Definitely, because you only get so much time in a day of sunlight, even so. When you um, you have to book like, in my opinion is like you have to book your shoots and videos early. Like before the sun goes down, so the earlier you get up, the more shoots you could get in, and the more work you could get done. And for me, I also do night shooting at like clubs or anything, any parties. So I always want to get like the shooting done in the day, so I can have more bookings at night. For someone who would like be getting into like photography, you know, mm -hmm. you suggest obviously like start out with your friends. Yeah, get I a feel for it. Yeah, I suggest. Ask a friend, be like, hey, you need some new pictures for your Tinder or something? Because that, that always works. <laughs> they always be like, yeah, I need some new photos. But just go out, pick up your favorite place, like under a bridge, like anything. Like a picture doesn't have to happen in like a explicit location. It could be anywhere, like in your room. Like you just got to make it work. And the more you take, the more you see, like you, you look at the finished product and be like, oh, maybe I should lower the camera down just a tad bit and tilt it up. Like those are the stuff you see after you take it because you don't see it during it you do like afterwards because then you're starting to realize like when you practice more it's like it just all like like man together. i wish the leg would have been like this yeah. type deal. Oh, it's like people say people this. have a photo photogenic eye but that, that eye comes with practice it's developed yeah, yeah. it's developed it's developed from taking fifteen thousand mm -hmm. shitty ass shots and then finding this, like that five of them that are like damn these are really good why are these really mm -hmm. good Exactly, you just gotta, just like, that's how school taught you, like, you, how is it good, and you yeah. just break it down. Like, why, yeah, mm -hmm. like, the why is this good, no, for sure. I mean, that's the same with, like, videography, too. When I first started taking videos, and I'm nowhere near even, like, as good as you or some other people, but, like, I would, like, take videos, and every, everything would be, like, body height, you know, mm -hmm. there would be, like, no lower angles yeah, and stuff, angle. too. <laughs> yeah, like, one angle and everything, yeah, and I'm like, this is just dust. Definitely. I had a, I had a hard time with that, too, because the first dance video I recorded was, like, Jay Kells. I realized I was just getting his upper, and like a dance video, you need like the whole body because like you gotta see the foot movement, the, like the footwork and stuff. But I just got like the upper body, and sometimes it was just like, but I still made a video because I told him I'd make it, but it was just, like, it was like a learning it experience. It didn't look right. Yeah, it didn't yeah. look right. It looked more like a music video than a, than a dance video. Yeah, like you couldn't see his feet the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. For no, sure. I mean, that's the stuff that, like, I mean, shit, there's been times where we're in clients and we'll sh I'll shoot like a video. And there was one time we were in the in the client's office, and he had these weird lights in his office. Uh -huh. So like when I shot it, it was the exposure was too way too high. It was like one over two fifty or some shit. And so I got those lines. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? You ever get those lines? I got oh, those, oh, like the black lines. Yeah, like, they were yeah, like yeah, going yeah. down the screen. Mm -hmm. And I literally looked at it, and I'm like, we're gonna have to do this again, man. Like this is garbage. And I'm like honestly, like honest, like honest. Honesty is your best policy. Mm -hmm. You just it's gotta like, let them know. Like, yeah, because it's like they're not gonna be happy if it's shit anyway. You're mm -hmm. not happy if it's shit. So it's like, you gotta be like, hey, listen. This probably wasn't our best shot here, so let's see what we can do and make this a little bit better. Uh -huh. so, just add it to your arsenal of things not to do. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. put yeah. a check mark by it and just remember it somehow. Yeah. So what's what's your like uh, what's your game plan for like the future? You just gonna keep shooting? Are you trying to like get yourself in some big spaces or what's uh, right now? Uh, I have I'm talking to one person that's a pretty big um I don't know if, I don't want to say because it it's not like solidified solidified yet, yet right. but. Right now, I am talking to, I don't know whose manager he is, but he said the guy he manages is on tour of Juice World right now nice. in Europe. 
And when I heard that at first, I literally like, I was like, what? But he saw, he found my page to a dance video that I did, and he hit me up. So right now, like, he's I don't know when his tour is done in Europe, but he said if everything goes well, like the cameraman that Juice World has right now, he needs another editor, and. Right now, he's just, like, talking to me, like, the manager's talking to me back and forth, and he just sent me a text, like, a week ago saying, the like, he won't know until they're back. For sure. So, that's one thing I'm banking on, but the other thing is, like, I told you guys earlier, like, I want to start the dance ciphers. Like, I just want to make, like, pop-up dance events in Milwaukee at first, like, where I bring, like, a nice big speaker, I'll send, I'll put, like, the songs I'm going to play, like, online not online but like you know in like the flyer like ahead of time so yeah, yeah so yeah. you guys could listen to it and like get your th- get your steps down your choreography stuff, yeah. down and i just want to play it and like if you have something to with the song i just want you to hop in do it express like your moves because everyone's gonna see it like it, it doesn't have to be like the best it doesn't have to you know what i mean like just do you like yeah a lot of people are just scared to like just express themselves and what they have because they don't think it's good enough put themselves out yeah. there dude that goes across like everything, everything. not even like dance man just right. like just being able to put yourself out online and on yeah. video and yeah. be you know yeah having that moment of times captured like per, per se permanently mm-hmm. you know like it's hard because people like are so self-critical yeah it's, it's, it's like videos like a lot of like dancing too i don't know why those two things are very like people are like i don't want to dance man i'm not a dancer you know like, yeah that happens a lot public yeah. dance and video yeah right <laughs> yeah. right so like another what's let's go get into some like tips you got what about what do you do for finding like locations to shoot Oh, locations. Some, like, strategies. A lot of locations, I have to, like, think of one of my roommates. He likes to drive, like, the ones that you Jeep. Yeah, He yeah. loves to drive around the city. Like, he just goes and drives sometimes. So I just like to hitch along, and I just look yeah, out the window. And so just, just like, straight yeah. up just exploring. You like, know? you have to explore the places yourself. Like, a lot of, like, videographers and, like, like, um, you have to go scout out the place before you bring your, like, people you want to reshoot. Right. So you literally have to go do that yourself, scout it out. And see, like, oh, this is though your secret graffiti. You try to remember that, or if you have bad memory, I usually have a little mini notepad on me. Just mark, mark and I just like write shit down, and like it's always good as like to have a notepad on you to think because if you even if you meet someone and you like talk to someone about something, you're like, I'll call you later. If I don't have that notepad and I don't write it down, there's a big chance I might forget to call yeah, it. Yeah, lost opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So it's always good to have something handy on you to like drop down. I think it's I like I like hard stuff better than like a phone. For I just sure. like writing shit down on paper. It, it's a little bit different. It sticks a little uh, bit memory. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can't write, so I don't need my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's no joke. I mean, like, it's, yeah. But no, I agree, though. Like, write this shit down. Like, you're going to remember it more if you write mm-hmm. it down, you know. So, like, you said you said you were going to do, you know, you, you would already know the place that you're going to take. Yeah. People. So, like, what other, what other like, pre-work do you do so before shooting? Example for the day, like, I have a shoot with a model tomorrow, and... I asked, she hit me up to the show, she's like, so what are we doing? I'm like, well, I gotta find out what you're, like, wearing first, like, outfit-wise, so I could, like... Kind of color scheme. Yeah. So, like, let me see what she said. I could... Give, like, a give mini example. tip, yeah. Yeah, because I think that's, I mean, I think that's definitely one of the troubles, um, not troubles, but definitely one of the things that plays a big part in mm-hmm. the shooting is, like... You know, it, you can go out and freestyle and just, like, go shoot some different spots with people, but, like, 
There's definitely a certain, there's definitely like a certain like art to it when there's a little more thought put into it. So right here she says like thinking about a plain white t-shirt for one and jeans, a blazer. I don't even know what a blazer is to be honest. I think it's like a little mini jacket. Yeah, it's a jacket. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A blazer and shit. She said, okay, that's weird. For another one. And I also got cheetah print jacket. So I was thinking like. I kind of want to go on, like, a really empty, long street with, like, lines. I was, like, spring now, like, with the trees dead still. Yeah. And then, wait, what did I say there? So, yeah, I basically said, let's go to a long road that looks like it would be empty and, like, a park by the water with, like, sand. So, you get, like, because I like bringing, like, city clothes into, like, nowhere. Yeah. And I like to bring, like, nowhere clothes it into the city. Interesting. And, like... It's just like bringing like contrast. contrast. Yeah, Yeah, it's like how you are. Like someone else might not feel that way. They might feel like, oh no, no, I don't like that. But like it's just how, like, that's how my art is. Like my vibe is like, and that's why like I have certain like followers that like other people might not have because they like their stuff better. For sure. So that's why like there's a difference between photographers. It's not like every photo photographer is the same. Oh yeah. Well, it's like developing your own style yeah. and like making yours Fuck, man. self stand out. If Van Gogh can stand out, anybody can stand out, man. Some of those old like crazy painters and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like some of this, is this even art? You know, but to people it's art. Yeah. There's so many people in the world that like if you resonate with something, somebody else is going to resonate with it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's not everyone. It doesn't matter if it's just someone. Yeah. Someone will find interest in it. As yeah. Long, yeah. That's the hard. That's the part. It's like you just make sure some like just you just got to know someone out there. Like so actually, I I want to let you know like the manager that I talked to from Juice, where he said like the last words actually like really motivated me. He's like, "Keep working, bro. There's always someone watching your stuff." And that literally sure. was I was like, "Whoa!" No, that's exactly right. And even people that aren't like, liking or commenting, man, they're watching. Mm-hmm. You know. So for all you guys out there, just know, just like keep creating. Even though like if you get forty views, a hundred views, like a couple thousand, there's always like people watching like. And not just because they don't like it doesn't mean like they're not there. Right? And it takes one it takes one opportunity to switch your path like your path you know mm-hmm. like out of those forty people, well one of them might know yeah a manager to an artist mm-hmm. and somehow they're in touch and they forward on your yeah. work to them like so you just gotta keep up like that's how Josh found me I put out content on Instagram he scrolled through, saw a picture like that was cool clicked on it see it belonged to me. He DM'd me, and right then and there, I had a gig. Like, like yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, that, that's like that's, that's exactly how it works. Extremely powerful, man. Yeah, and it really, like you said, it only takes one person out of those thousands of people to like the stuff and have a connection and mm-hmm. hook you up with that connection. But yeah. Also, the other thing is like you have to be humble. You just can't like, like I never like tell people like, like what I'm doing behind like with who, with who and with what. I just like go in. I'm like, just I'm just a normal, you know. For sure. Like, even if they're, like, just starting out, I'll treat them with, like, the same respect if they're, like, better than me. For They'll sure. They'll be working for a longer time. But, yeah, that's the hard part. It's, like, you got to help the young people that come into this grow. Because if you don't, it's, like, there's no, like... This is scarcity mindset. Yeah. This is scarcity. Some people are just... Yeah, well, and guess no. what? If you help somebody else come up, guess who they're going to be, you know? Yeah. Like, guess who they're going to be, like, loyal and grateful to, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. If you help put somebody on, you know, that's, like, one of the biggest things you do, you know, that's yeah, going to come back to you. I, I try to help, like, everyone I can. Like, sometimes it's out of my power. Like, some people ask me to come shoot with me at some shows. It's like, 
I, I can't be like I am the plus one of someone else so right. I don't have a plus one I have a plus zero right <laughs> so yeah I mean help out when you can mm-hmm. I mean, definitely for sure like I said like you said too like don't give a shit what anyone else really thinks about what your work is like take implement or take mm-hmm. uh, influence from it you know but like don't let it dictate how you perceive your own work mm-hmm. you know, that's just number one for sure and then like it's as far as like getting gigs and stuff as like a creative like I'm sure you put in a ton of free work in the beginning yeah. until you started getting that demand I put in a lot of free work in the beginning like like at, at one point I was looking at a video I was working I was like I didn't know what to think. It's like I had like, cause I was broke. I still am, but like I was like so hungry that I didn't have like that much money to get food. And I was like, I have to start making money somehow, or I have to get a job. So then I started charging, but like some people would, like hit me back was like, oh, I didn't know you charged. It's like, it brought back to what we talked about earlier. It's like I have to eat. Yeah, I have everybody's to, gotta eat, dude. Everybody yeah. gotta eat. Right, but. It's like, man, you're trying to make money for your work, too. It's like, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just helping promote you. You're it's like, you paid for the engineer at the studio to make your music. You gotta pay the videographer to make the video. For sure. <laughs> Some people just don't put those things together. Yeah, right? I mean, that's like, I don't know, that's how, that's just, a good, that's what, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Everybody's gotta be paid for their skill. Mm-hmm. And it takes time to do it. And like, but yeah, definitely when you're just starting out. It's, uh, you're gonna have to, you know, use your passion to work for free and, like, Hold keep that driving you, yeah. And just get better, and sooner or later, you'll be able to, like... I started out with $20 photo shoots, like, when I first was able to get paid. And now, I I could charge 100 for a photo shoot. And when I videos, I first started out with 100 a video. And now I'm able to charge up to two, because how I grow my abilities to do different things and they take up more time of course yeah for sure that's more yeah. and it's just higher quality but too higher you know, quality like better it's, product it's you you put in even more hours at this point to be able to develop those skills and like put it out there mm-hmm. so it's like as you get better your work should be charged more a couple years from now you'll be laughing at 200 <laughs> yeah right but, you know? yeah I, there is like some part like there is a limit I don't want to go over so everyone can afford me even like artists is just starting out because I've realized a lot of videographers when they get big they start like taxing a lot but I feel like if you're able to work with the artist be like hey I could charge you this much if I only do this much effects in it and that helps them out because they're going to be able to afford you and they could get work done mm-hmm. and what a lot of people don't understand is like they just go oh my flat rate is 400 you got paid me for you know and they do the same stuff and like so now like I, I don't know if it's, it's going to work because I just started this, like, the other time, because, like, I realized sometimes I put, like, a ton of it work into one video, and one of them is just, like, the same, but, like, they pay the same, but then I was, like, maybe I should start, like, like, a one, two, three, like, effect-wise, and they could pick from that. Yeah, and, and that'll be, like, extra work you yeah, want to it. and that'll be, like, how much editing will come out of that it's a good idea so kind of like set like stages and mm-hmm. price points but like kind of like and the basic like level yep so if you want a basic video it'd be this much like middle good if you want me <laughs> to spend the rest of my week on it there'd be a you know what I mean? yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. no and that's how it should be man it's like a lot of it's duration but a lot of it's like on the effects too yeah. you know especially when you're doing like dance and music videos mm-hmm. those are what make the shit pop yeah those dance videos that 40 seconds um that i put out took me two days like 10 to 8 
of course I ate in between and stuff, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But still, like, still but guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Well, most people they only see forty seconds. Yeah, they dude. see forty seconds. That's a, that. that's like, like the one thing with like creative, especially in the video world, is that like it's so easy to see the end result. Like mm-hmm. even like think about like movies. Like people put like years into oh, movies yeah. for an hour and a half or two hours of fucking film. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I saw the set of John Wick three a year ago in New York. And it ju- didn't it just get like the preview just get released yeah, like yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, so, so it's, like they, they, they took it not a year. They've been at it. Yeah, there's um, some production in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine movies like uh, what's that movie? Oh, man? Avatar. <laughs> well, yeah, you knew yeah, what Avatar, I was thinking about. That's really. wild. Yeah, because yeah, I, remember, I just remember watching that movie. I was like, damn, what the. What yeah. Did they even, how did? How? literally like teams of like hundreds of people pulling mm-hmm. that off for an hour, two hour flick, you know, and that's like you know that's why you pay to go, mm-hmm. you pay for the creative, boss. So uh, yeah, you were you were mentioning that you want to keep your price point at like a point that's like reasonable, and I and I think that's interesting, especially if your quality of work is going up as you hone like your skills over yeah. time. You ever think about doing some sort of, you know, I'm going to charge you this, but you can also exchange value in other ways as far as like, almost like, you know, I should be charging this much, but mm-hmm. I'll charge you this much if you give me some like referrals type deal. Oh. Like, cause you could start getting creative on the way people are like exchanging value mm-hmm. with you in a way. I never thought about like that that way, but like, I don't think that'll work out that well since like, if I made the video... They're gonna post it anyways, so like it's like it's gonna it's come like, back to yeah, you that way probably. They're anyways. gonna see it anyways, but like it's gonna hurt, like in the end, it's gonna hurt me if I go down because like guys, we said like oh for sure I gotta eat too, and like right now is like the hard part is like just for me still it's like dude. yeah it's like having the workspace I have to work in to keep that workspace in order to do that I gotta make money to pay for that workspace oh mm-hmm. for sure. So, you're kind of in the stay alive phase too right now. Yeah. Just like Nick and I. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone I know is. Yeah. But you just gotta keep working, you know, you just can't think about that too much. No. You gotta, you gotta realize, like, what you're working for, set a goal for yourself, and, like, keep grinding. Yeah, no, it's for a sure. a long-term aim, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it wasn't, we'd all be back in school. Yep. Back in mechanical engineering. <laughs> back working for someone else at the end, and then... Not knowing if they're gonna fire you or not. It's too much up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's crazy. You got any uh, any tips on like finding camera gear? Oh, finding camera gear. I I don't know how. Like, I do you something. do you buy new or do you like? like oh, is there I, any like outlets that you like look for to try and snag gear for the low? Um, no, my dad always taught me how to buy new because like you don't want to deal with the stuff that's broken. Like he's like even with cars and stuff. Like he's like buy new like it's just like it's more dad, in the front end but it's mm-hmm. you know it's he's like he's like you're paying more now but you're gonna have less problems Hopefully so that's now. how i look at it like if i can't afford it i'll wait like you know like for sure the main thing is like patience if you can't afford something you gotta wait to get the gear you want mm-hmm. or else your work might not be the same because like i didn't have a flash for a year and a half like external flash so i had to like learn how to shoot in low light without a flash and that for a lot of people it's hard but i i learned but then i think two weeks ago i just got a flash so like that literally changed uh my like whole night game of like in clubs and like studios and everything like yeah 
It was just like you already knew how to do it before, but it was just like an added asset to make mm-hmm. it even better. Even easier. Like it's just you gotta invest what you make back in yourself. So that's what that's the other part of charging too, because like you need money to grow. Like For sure. you need money to get a tripod, a gimbal, and like it just goes on. Like I started out with one camera and like two lenses. And then like I got another lens, I got a tripod, and this was like all like the money I made using that camera, p- putting it back into it. For sure. And then I went into debt buying the A9. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's just, it's all about, like, not spending your money, like, you're on vacation. It's like, you got to put it back into put yourself. Put it in the right spots, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you could go blow it out at the bars. Otherwise, you could not go out to the bars yeah. and save up and invest in a lens that's going to make it work that mm-hmm. much better. Like, definitely don't go to Pato with your money. Like, that's, <laughs> that's one thing. No I gambling. Oh, God. <laughs> Pato. Pato's like, Pato takes your money, man. That's yeah. why I feel about, you know, Vegas, Potawatomi, Hoshino, whatever the fuck you go to. It's like, there's a reason that place is so nice. Look at this. Yeah. Look around. Odds are stacked against you. <laughs> That's why they make money. Odds are against you. Uh, they pay out a lot, but it's not for you. Mm-hmm. They the take time. in more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. That's what, I mean, that, yeah, if that makes sense, buy new. So if somebody comes up to you and they say, yeah, I'm going to buy a Nikon, what are you going to tell them? I'm just, personally, like, depends how I know them. Because I'm pretty, like, <laughs> I, I, I like to be nice. Yeah. But if I know you and you say I'm buying a Nikon, I'll just look at you and be like, Dog, yeah. I'm just, I don't know what else to me say. Me and Nick like, needed you for a long time when we had those other ones. Yeah, it's yeah. a start though. It is. Mm-hmm. He had a Nikon too. Yeah, like you probably had fifty three hundred. The D. Maybe I don't even know. Like I don't even look at the That's name. I just, I just, it's a nice camera though. I mean, it, it doesn't do that hot for video, it, but it does it good just, photos. It was just the way I had to hold it and carry it, and like how like big it was. Like yeah. I didn't like it, and like how. I just like the Sony because it had it's like literally a computer inside of just camera. Compact, yeah. yeah, and it's like smart, and like the flash I have has like a little eye in the front that like can sense like how much light it's gonna yeah. yeah. So it's like like a lot of like I like to say like a better camera doesn't make you better. It's just that how you use it and know how to use it. Like you just gotta learn your equipment, and that's how like I never like liked the Nikon, so I never wanted to learn it. But sure. I just fell in love with my Sony so much that I like watch videos on it and all I mean, that the stuff. The tech on it is just yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like one way you could grow is definitely watching like who inspires you. Like I watch T Glaze it, you know. I watch every like different videographers from around the city. Like I can't think of the names off the top right now, but like because if you don't like watch what people are doing right now and like learn from it. You're not gonna like, you know what I mean? It's just like, like you gotta find some sort of inspiration. You just gotta find like what people are, like. You see a new video, they change something up. Like it's just like, for example, like NBA YoungBoy's videos. There's something about his videos that the editing is so clean and so nice, but like it's different from every other music video. Like that videographer is like a god to me. Like the stuff he does is like I want to do that. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like staying up on new new techniques and new different new things, but then finding your like style mm-hmm. and flavor on it. Yeah, you think you just kind of develop a style over time, or you think it's something in the style it, like you just come right away? Or? It's definitely from what I watched growing up, like yeah, like especially the animation stuff. Like 
when people talk about Dragon Ball Z, yeah, like, I'll make him a Super Saiyan. Like, that's what I like to do with my videos, because, like, just bring my childhood into the videos. Like, yeah. if they talk about, I don't know if you guys used to watch For anime, sure, yeah. but, like, mm -hmm. I always try to, like, implement, like, the Asian culture into, like, whatever culture of music they're coming from. Yeah. That's just what, that's just what you know. Mm -hmm. It's background. That's interesting. So take your own background and culture and put it into your work. Yeah, because I watched, like, a ton of, like, because I didn't have much to do other than, like, that, TV, and, and yeah. You big video game player back in the day? Or yeah, maybe I, still? I've, yeah, I played a lot of video games growing up, like, because I used to travel a lot, too. My par Before my parents had a restaurant, they worked state to state, and I would have to, like, live random places, and, like, I never really stayed put, so I got to see a lot, like, of the east side when I was growing up. So that actually helped me, like, a lot, because, like, I saw so many states as a young kid, like, different, like, areas that we lived in, like, good and bad, and, like, how that, like, uh, You're an only child? Like yeah. Yeah, interesting. Me too. If you, it, like, if you make a video, it doesn't have to be, like, an important video. It could be anything. It could be, like, go out, shoot your friend skateboarding, and work on that. Like, you just need to practice. Like, just shoot some random and, like, try to do something cool with it. Go to arcade, shoot you guys playing games, and, like make a video out of it it's just just do it the practice got put into it for sure is there i mean i guess you know a lot of creatives there's a lot of times where you like burn out you know mm -hmm. just get like sick of creating you know or do you have any like strategies that kind of help you like pull yourself out of that like creative oh, right yeah definitely i that happens so much because you're sitting there for so long working on one thing you get I want to say... You're just numb. Yeah, you, you get, like, <laughs> your ass starts hurting, and you're just, like, sitting there, like, it's moving around, but, like, you just got... I, like, when I get to that point, I, like, I cut it off, I render that clip, and, like, I go do something else, and then I come back, I show someone, and the people I usually show give me, like, good feedback. It's like, it's like I said, like, you gotta have a good friend group that will give you feedback on his opinion, and... After, the, like, that part, like, the motivation's back because you show someone your work, they give you input on it, and you're just back at it. Well, it's like you step away, get your own fresh eyes on it, mm -hmm. and then you also get a third set of eyes on it, mm -hmm. and just, or what, third set, yeah. second set of eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be watching videos a lot, too. There's a lot of, like, repetitive. For sure. No, that's that super good advice. Yeah, I think that's definitely one thing, too, of just creating anything in general. It's easy to get in, like, a block. Mm -hmm. It's easy to like, I don't know, some weeks you're feeling really inspired and inspirational and creative, and other weeks you're just like, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. I usually just smoke a little pot sometimes, yeah. too. Some, that, that makes me, like, get lazy. Oh, I, I realize, like, because, I don't know, it's it's hard for me to work. I'm like a, like, I'm like a high and I'm lazy, and I, like, just chill. Yeah, yeah. But, you have to, yeah. yeah, I guess sometimes I was like that. Other times I would be like, I have no idea what the hell's going yeah. on. I'd take mm -hmm. a little BR and then I'd be right back in the creative. Definitely. But it's just. It's and so then I don't know. I guess. And then as far as like learning, like learning, you just say, you know, YouTube videos or there YouTube any other videos. Like, you find sources? A, you find a video, like something I typed in was like, you, like NBA young boy, no mentions in facts. Like you just got to know how to research. Like, right. Like, type in keywords to the video you're looking for. Try to find that effect that was in that video. Rewatch that video a couple of times. Do it while you're doing it. Like, pretend you're in a lecture. Level. Like, the professor is the YouTube video. For sure. And you're just going to do what they're doing on your key. Like, 
you definitely need two monitors for this to make it easier. For sure. And that's what I usually do. I like go through a test run, testing the effects out. And then if I like how I did it, I just put it into my video. Interesting. So you're, you're more so instead of like going and trying to learn a ton at once, it's mm -hmm. more like I learn, learn and what implement I as yeah. you go, like one at a time. Yep. That way it just like stays fresh. That's why if you like watch my videos, each one has something new in it because each video I learn something new. For sure. So it's a good way to do it though. Just trying to strive to make every single video mm -hmm. better than the last. Because you don't want to over like work yourself because then you're like just you know out it becomes too much you start yeah. stressing yourself because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then you just start thinking like is this video good enough because a lot of like, I, I do make videos and like i i send it to the guy and i just like get scared i'm like he's not gonna like this mm -hmm. but like a lot of the times you just gotta like believe in yourself like i gone through this and like i sent videos out thinking like this is shit they're not gonna like it but the, what they their feedback is like oh fuck i fuck with it bro i love it and that's like the yeah like uh, yeah. there's a lot of anxiety working on someone else's it's like that it's like, <laughs> that's like sending it out yeah uh -huh. just waiting for them to hit you back <laughs> and that's like also the thing with like creating too is that you know you you might make a video and know like all the little spots that mm -hmm. you could have maybe done it better but it just needs to be put out at some point mm -hmm. but like they're just seeing the end product like they don't not going to notice all those time all those yeah. like mini fuck ups in there and shit Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times it's like still it's like it's better than what they can do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sure. One thing I also want to like say like, if you're working with someone that's paying you, I would recommend like you give them updates, previews before you finish because like that helps you get the video that they want to. Because I have a lot of anxiety when I work on someone else's video because it's like their song into like what I'm creating. It's kind of like it's still yeah. it still goes towards like their brand. Yeah. So I don't want to like fuck it up. So. Every video I have, like, I'm just, like, towards the end, I'm just, like, okay, like, so anxious to, like, well, see it's, what it's, it's better to get the feedback as you're going through the process mm -hmm. and spend all the time making exactly. it, send it out, and they're, like, I don't like, like, I, this and, is not my style. Yeah, yeah, if you, like, did, like, three hours of editing on that one, like, three-second clip, it's gone because they don't like, so I, like, like clip, clip their stuff, send it to them. If they don't like some clips, change it out send it back to them. It's a, it's a lot of back and forth if you want like something to become oh, yeah. let you both like. It's a partnership, man. Mm -hmm. It's a partnership. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's partially their vision, mostly their vision too, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, you're creator, but it's like it needs to yeah. storytell in a way that they resonate with. Exactly. Yeah, hell yeah. I agree with that completely. Yeah, so that's super good advice. Yeah. And also make sure, like, if you're getting paid, try to like get half the money up front or like before you shoot because I've got not paid like a multiple amount of times and like it has hurt me in the long run because I thought I was going to have that cash for this month. For sure. But I ended up not getting it. So now I don't ever do like paying after anymore. It's like if I show up, they don't have the money or nothing to give me, like I'm out, like I'm gone. For sure. My camera's not coming out the bag. Like it's smart. Well, and it's, it's, it's smart, man. It's also like being able to work with people. Who trust. are willing to yeah. like invest in you? You know, like they gotta have some skin in the game too, and like mm -hmm. it's good because it shows that like they do value you yeah. and your time and like what you're doing for them. Mm -hmm. And it's just that's just a different clientele in general, you yeah. know, than some people trying to just like get a quick win off of you spending mm -hmm. your time. Because I had someone um actually steal my video, put it on their page, and they never paid me for it. That's why they never got it. But I put a preview up of it. And somehow they download before I've made it private, 
and I looked it up like a couple of weeks later. Like someone said, like, hey, did you ever post that music video? And I was like, no. I looked it up. It was on his page, like racking up views. I'm like, so I posted it, and I never told him I saw the video he posted because his got copyrighted because I had like, you know, like the typing and stuff. Right. And he hit me up right. He's like, yo, bro, take down that video. I don't want it up. And I didn't say I saw the video up. Right. So I had to keep it up so he can't post it. So either way, he got a win out of it because his video's up. Either yeah. Way. But now it's just on my page instead of his. So. So at least you're getting yeah, that's crap for it. That's so. <laughs> yeah. He, I had a similar thing happen to me. Uh, we So we do like lead generation. So we make like Facebook ads and mm-hmm. like, you know, run them that way. And there's this one dude. We usually, what our foot in the door offer was is we do like free weeks. They would just cover like the ad spend. And so uh, there's a, I, you know, go shoot this gym, make all these videos, edit it up for him and stuff, run some ads, somewhat successful, not a hundred percent that great. Um, and so we just keep going back and, and I kept, would keep doing a free week and trying like a new thing just to like, get him like the leads that he wanted to get. And then nothing really ever came out of it and he kept just wanting me to like come shoot more videos so he was like oh no that's not right come do it yeah yeah so then we just keep making these changes and coming back and after a while I'm like dude fuck this guy I already got got him like leads and shit and he's just saying that it's not working Mm -hmm. so I'm like whatever I part ways I'm like I'm not gonna do anything with this guy go back and I for some reason looked up at, at his website Sure as shit, my video's up on his website, like, as, like, the fucking header. I'm like, wow, man, like, for real, like, I came and did all that work for you, and then you go and post this shit on your oh, website, yes. and you're sitting here telling me, like, this stuff's not working. It's it was like, like a YouTube oh, but, link. But it's good enough, oh. it's good enough for you to put on your, like, website, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So then he took it down, and then oh. he went to the guy's Yeah, so luckily, so luckily, he wasn't that, like, tech-heavy, and he didn't, like, actually download the video. He just used, he just stripped yeah. it off of YouTube. The URL. So then I just deleted it off of YouTube, and then his, like, his website was, like... Just a just blank story yeah, yeah, for a while. Yeah. I was like, it took him like a month. It took him like a month, maybe more realize. to realize. Yeah, it was fucking fun. Yeah, that's karma. Yeah, that's but it's like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, really be safe on how you're doing yeah. payments and stuff because, like, especially when you're doing smaller gigs, like, usually it's like you know, it's easy it's to go handshake. Out, yeah. It's a handshake. Well, I mean, a lot of times you're meeting people on like, uh, like instagram and yep. stuff too so it's like yeah like it's a lot easy for him to just receive a video from you not having got paid mm-hmm. block your ass never you can't get in and contact he's gone. With, and he's gone yeah it's so it's like you definitely got to take some shit up front for sure because at least they're invested then too mm-hmm. yeah i'd say that's really good advice yeah 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 i think that's all i got for sure so yeah. like that well yeah i mean we'll we'll be taking out all uh jacoden's links to all the social medias so i mean if you guys need any video uh especially like dance or you know even like music, like videos. music videos like photography photography yeah even photography if advice on gear like yeah he's, he's gonna tell you sony. Go, to, go to google sony. search sony a9 and buy it <laughs> yeah i would say like the a9 like if i was just doing video I would definitely just get the A7, but since I was doing both, like yeah. I really wanted like that crisp image that I I mm-hmm. could get from the A9. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like it had like extra sensors and like just that stuff made a little difference to me. Like because yeah. I realized from the A6, the sensors in that were pretty good, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even imagine like what it was on the A9. But like it's, it was crazy. Just yeah. the next step. Just the next step. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah.
Appreciate you coming on here, man. I appreciate Sharing you guys having us. Appreciate yeah, it, man. Appreciate yeah, it, yeah, dude. Pleasure. Always good, bro. Always good, man. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, we'll link everything out. Reach out to him, especially, yeah, he wants some gigs, he wants some advice. We got him linked. And uh, thanks for tuning in.